Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Wendy Dillard here. Today is Thursday, September the 27th, 2018, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, your second daily dose of happy for the day, and we hope your day is going swimmingly well. I've had plenty of opportunities today, Wendy, to be practicing my deliberate creation techniques, and uh, there have been times when I've done it not quite so well, but it's good to have that information in the back of my head, because even in those times where I, I was letting my emotions get a lot out of my uh, direct intent, shall we say, <laughs> I kept pulling myself back saying, breathe, breathe, focus on the positive, remember what's good, remember what's going well, and it works, it does help, it, it, it got me through some kind of sticky stuff today, so that's the way my day's going, how's, how's your day going? Uh, completely not as I expected, Okay. Um, I had my calendar, like since I have no longer been a part of corporate America, mm-hmm. um, having my own calendar has been really fun and easy. And normally there's lots of blank spaces for thinking, reading, meditating, doing the laundry. And today I was booked from 10 to, I think, 4.30 4:30 my time. Wow. Like with no breaks. And wow. I'm like, holy cow, this is going to be a big day. I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. I can handle it. And so because 10 o'clock may not sound like late for anybody else, but I have just been sleeping really late in the morning and I've been going to bed really late at night, which is part of that. that one, one does lead to the other. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I just was so aware I got to be up. I need to be up at least by nine, get my brain in gear. Cause my client was at 10. And, um, so finally I don't get out of bed until like nine forty-five, and I check my email and there's a note from my client saying, Oh, I'm so sorry. But of course she sent this at like 6 a.m. my time, mm. but I didn't see it. Um, she had apologized that she had something on today's calendar. Could we shift it to tomorrow? You know, I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Breathing space. So part of me, <laughs> part of me was thinking, Oh, good. Cause I slept longer than I intended. And I don't know that I was mentally ready. Mm-hmm. And another part of me said, but I've been literally planning for this since six this morning mm-hmm. because I'd wake up. Yeah. And then it was like, I need to, I need to get more sleep. Right. And I had a hard time falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I found plenty of things to do at 10 a.m. Um, and then I texted Rhonda, asked her if she could do a session with me just really quick. I had something I wanted to work on and she didn't respond right away. So I got involved in some other things that were on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, all is well. So I go back and I check my cell phone to see what's up with Rhonda. Well, she had responded immediately. Wow. But this new phone of mine is different than my old phone, my old cell phone, where the old cell phone gave me a ring every single time a new message came. Ah. Well, this phone, if you keep the conversation thread open, it doesn't make a notification sound. Interesting. So I had forgotten to, like, click one button so I'd be out of the thread. Yeah. And so then I got back with Rhonda. She and I did our thing. Um, it didn't take very long. And then I'm like, okay, on to the next something I had, which was to I had some software stuff you and I were going to work on. Right, right. And so I'm like, okay, well, hmm, 
where's Waltz? Well, he's not getting back to me. So then I picked up the phone and called you. I heard in your voice the sound of, I have so much on my plate. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. I was pretty stressed at that point. That was literally, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I mentioned, know. I mentioned how I was trying to, to apply the, the ideas of deliberate creation. I was like taking breaths <sighs> and then doing the next part. <laughs> well, <laughs> Energetically, I I sensed your hair was on fire. It was that level of mayhem in your world. So, boom, got off the phone with you, and I went, okay, well, that just freed up an hour, plus I had a 30-minute buffer. I'm like, all right, what to do next? So I was, you know, doing some stuff at my desk, and then I had this webinar that I was going to try to squeeze in before our call today. And so I get on, and, I mean, it just won't connect. It keeps the little ball keeps spinning round and round, you know, and then I get an email and I realized that I misunderstood the time zone. I I translated in my head, but didn't translate correctly. Oh, yeah. The webinar actually didn't start until the same time we're doing our podcast. Oh, no. (laughs) So that released yet another hour. Yeah. So so I just laughed. a packed day got really free really fast. <laughs> yeah, my packed day turned out to be just the podcast. That's, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the only only scheduled activity that actually sticks. Um, and and laughingly because uh, you're still having a technical issue, the show's not actually even live. I know. <laughs> oh, this has been a time and a half. I tell you, it's been it's been really interesting to see how. Um, I, to, to experience directly how my vibration interacts with what's going on, because I can see the ebbs and flows directly related to how I'm feeling. And, you know, that's why I've been really so focused on trying to stay as good a feeling as I can, because I've had so much stuff I've been dealing with. Sometimes I kind of, you know, fell off the wagon, so to speak. And, oh, no, slow the vibration down. Take it easy. Don't get so angry there. Cal- calm down. Find the silver lining. It's got to be there somewhere. But it's been that kind of a day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it will, and also, well, you know how these things do spiral, right? They turn into like um, a momentum thing. The momentum actually started, believe it or not, on Monday with a phone call that I took out of the blue from a client who basically got on the phone and started yelling at me, which is not the nicest way to take a, a phone call. What a lovely way to start a Monday. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's great. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, who is this guy and why is he yelling at me? <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I knew nothing about the account at all. Nothing. I'd seen the name go through billing. That's all I knew. And he's yelling me about this, that, and the other thing that we did wrong and how terrible we are and all this. And I'm saying, holy crap, what did we do wrong here? And I'm trying to get a worded edgewise and so forth. Well, bottom line is that that helped get the spirals going. And I've been trying to reverse that spiral for the last few days with only limited success because it was like, you know how it is when the spirals get going. You, you get another thing coming at you and then another thing and another thing. And that's the way it was going. So it was like one opportunity after another. Okay, take a breath. Can you slow down? Get yourself into a good feeling place. Whoops, here comes the next one. Take a breath. Can you slow it? Whoop, here comes the next one. Can you, whoop, whoop, here. It was that kind of a thing all week long. And wow. it culminated today. So when you literally, your your metaphor was good. My hair was on fire by the time Thursday came around. I'm, I'm trying desperately to like slow down and say, Breathe, breathe, slow down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, and I don't know if this is where we're going to go, but earlier I was just kind of, in, you know, inquiring with my inner being, saying, what would be a good topic for today's podcast? <laughs> okay. And um, I was kind of sensing, I don't know that I have like the title itself worked out, but the words were something like change, how we're 
in a constant state of change, that nothing ever stays stagnant. Boy, is that the truth. Yes, that really is you know, true. There's always motion, and there's the kind of change that comes minute by minute, but then there's also the change that comes on a bigger level, you know, like me leaving my job and moving into a new career, um, you know, and then there's smaller changes, you know, but like there's ch there's always something going on that requires change, and it's really necessary that we kind of stay nimble yeah. and ready to kind of flow with the change, because otherwise, if we don't go with the change, we become the, our own log jam. This is true. I you experienced know, that directly this week. That was exactly what I was experiencing. And yeah. we become our own worst enemy in that moment. We become a, the resistant component. The law of attraction is doing its best, trying to create a smooth path, working with the whatever pack of, path of least resistance it can find in our life. But if we aren't going with it, you know, things just get really bumpy. It's true. It's exactly what it was. It felt like a flight with a lot of term turbulence. That's the way the last four days it felt. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's interesting. So I'm going to kind of, uh, I'm going to announce the change that I'm making on the podcast. Is that sure. cool? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Okay. Um, because there's change in that respect. So it was well over a month ago um, after I had left you know, my job and I was doing my own thing, I was sensing the desire to have my own podcast. And I've been listening to so many other people's podcasts and I've been making a lot of connections with people on LinkedIn. And I noticed how many of they, them have their own podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, I just thought, gosh, you know, that's really a powerful thing for a company to have their own brand of having a podcast. And so that was kind of where it started, like, wow, I think I do want to have my own podcast. And I was kind of getting an inner sense of that's the right direction for me. And um, but, you know, I have my own personal thoughts and opinions about that. And what will I do and how will I do it? And I've said to you personally before that um, I'm most comfortable in any kind of conversation or in, in sharing any kind of information when I'm in a conversation with somebody where it's not just me alone and you know i love the back and forth that you and i do oh yeah it makes it even so much though, easier yeah no doubt even though there are times that i know it seems as though you're not necessary for a few moments because i kind of go on and on and on <laughs> and you probably put the phone on pause and you know go take a coffee break and <laughs> well not quite but i, I take your point <laughs> well and so i thought oh my gosh this this is a little bit of a scary endeavor because if I decide to go solo and that's what I was sensing, um, I kind of have to get over my discomfort of being alone. Even though I have so many friends that have radio shows that they do it totally by themselves and they do it week after week with just flawless. And I'm like, that's just not my thing. Um, but, you know, when it comes to change, I realize this is to stretch me. You know, this is to take me to the next level of my growth in my professional development. Um, and so it was ironic as, you know, I'm like, oh, how do I bring this up to Walt? You know, because I didn't know what to do or how to do it. And I didn't know if that meant I was going to be leaving this show. But then I had a lovely conversation with my friend Rhonda. And she said, well, what if you stay on LOA today? And do you think there's a way that Walt would be okay with that? And I went, 
well, that's an incredible idea. <laughs> and so anyway, I spun that a few different ways. And then I talked to you, I guess, beginning of last week. And not only you never said, oh, yeah, that's a great idea or no, don't do that. You said, oh, I have another idea for you. We can do this and you can run the whole show and you can run the dashboard and you can have your own music and you can call it any name you want. And I was like, oh, wow, you were more ready to kick me out of the nest than I was. <laughs> well, no, I'm not trying to kick you out. I, I want you to be part that's of it, but I want you also to feel free to build a, a different show. I mean, I've never really thought that LOA Today should be the only show on what we're offering. I mean, especially if we go 24-7, I mean, LOA Today has to become more like a kind of like a network, I guess, to have different kinds of shows. Otherwise, it gets boring after a while if it's the same thing over and over again. Well, and so I so appreciated your welcoming of the idea that I had. Oh, and sure. We, you know, we, we've begun a little bit in terms of, you know, I have the software on my, my computer. Yep. Now I have to learn what to do with it and that right. kind of thing. Um, and you'll learn it quickly enough. But it, it's, a, it's a sense of change. And I don't know if other people experience this, but I have been so, uh, I don't know if this is the right word, but I'm like married to our show. <laughs> this is a big part of my life. Yeah. Um, well, it's been part even of mine too. Yeah. And I mean, there's, I know that there's not any money attached to it. And yet the thought of leaving it, it would be like, ah, oh, I don't know if I could do that because I just lost. <laughs> the job thing yeah. and I feel like I don't want to lose anything more <laughs> um, so I know I'm not going to be leaving LOA today I'm definitely I mean we kind of made a decision you know I would stay on my Tuesdays and Thursdays mm -hmm. I would run my own dashboard and I would just do the whole thing it would be my show um, I think I have a name for it oh do you which is think, think happy to be happy okay that's a good one I happen to have that URL and that's also my signature line on my email, I sign off by saying, think happy to be happy. Perfect. Um, so it, it's a thought, it's in process, but it's really, really interesting because I went, wow, that means Walt and I won't be talking on a regular basis anymore. <laughs> I mean, like if I run the da my own dashboard and I do the show by myself, there's not a built-in reason for me to talk to you anymore. And I went, wow, that just feels weird. And to me, that's that's change in process. And I know different people handle change differently, but I, I'm kind of recognizing I'm really good at change when it comes to doing something new. But the part of change that I'm not so good at is, ha is sometimes the necessity to let go of something to make room for the new thing. Because mm -hmm. I want everything. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> But I know that that's going to be a natural part of it. Mm -hmm. And um, I also thought, you know, we've talked before about how you and I are pretty much diametrically different on almost every subject. Which and is really wild. We work yeah. Our way, yeah. Which then we work our way to, oh, it's really the same. It's we really the same. Yeah. You know, just two different um, directions. That's all. But I, I, I didn't say it at the time, but I thought it was so ironic that the other day when we were talking about, you know, when we should start like getting me integrated into the software so I could run the dashboard. Mm -hmm. um, I was like ready to do that as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. okay. And you said, well, the best way to do it is decide when do you want to start doing the show solo and then we'll back into it. And I went, oh no, I want to do it the other way around. <laughs> I want to get familiar with the, with the technology stuff 
And then that will somehow make way for when I'm ready to actually start doing the show solo. And he went, oh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> and I thought, there we go again, yep. doing things very differently. <laughs> um, eventually we'll come to the same conclusion and it'll all be good. Oh, yeah. That um, works. But I will say, it, I can tell it's going to be a stretch for me to do my own show. Um, I know we had one one of our listeners even make a comment, hey, Wendy could do her own show. And I went, that's a nice thought. But I like the safety net of working it with Walt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I do, too. I mean, I, that's why I started bringing in co-hosts and, and thinking particularly um, when I started bringing Joel in about using uh, connection to life coaches and such because I knew life coaches were going to know this subject really, really well. And that just makes it so much easier for me when I'm doing the podcast. So, yeah, I have exactly the same feeling. That's why I, I like having somebody to do the show with each time. <laughs> Not that well, I've ruled so out the I other, by know. the way. I, I have to tell you, I, I actually am thinking about doing a, a separate episode, maybe not weekly, maybe just periodic. And I, I'm not ready to, to give any details about it, but it might be a solo episode and it might not be a full hour. It might be a shorter version, but um, more, more on that to come later. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I've noticed that our whole platform has changed um, it started when I said, I don't want to do five days a week anymore. I'd like to reduce it to two. Yeah, you kind of set off a, a firestorm there because all of a sudden you went to I, two and then Cindy went to three and then Tom went to one. We got two new, three new people in there. Like, wow. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, whoo, look at that. I'm pioneering some. I, I'm I'm actually pioneering some major change. Yeah, you did. Um, and that was actually in my mind when I was thinking about asking you, can I do a solo show during the same time slot? And I thought, well, this is pioneering something new yet again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. And, and, like, and it's something cool. that I've been wanting to do anyway. I mean, this is kind of pushing right. um, pushing the time frame a little bit quicker than I had in mind, simply because I don't have it set, it set up in a way that I can just hand the keys to everybody yet. I mean, you and I have had a good working relationship. I trust you implicitly, so I know that you won't do anything to deliberately screw it up or, you know. I'm you, you in, what you're really saying is I'm enough of a computer nerd that I because well, I partly, am nerdy. When partly, no, more, mostly it's just how I how I feel about you. I trust you. I think that you're totally trustworthy, and, and so I don't mind handing you the keys to my kingdom, so to speak, and because <laughs> I know that you won't you know mess it up. You won't you won't mess me around. But I, I I'm not sure I'm ready to do that with everybody yet because that starts to become really unmanageable after a while. Now I, I really wanted right. to get this software built. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get to do it, but I want to get the software built that would m enable me to handle this hand this stuff off without having to have everybody install all these softwares and so forth. Um, mm -hmm. and, and when it well, gets to that point, then it's easy to, to, to kind of, you know, spread it out so that there are different kinds of shows and people doing their own schedules and so forth. Um, so I wasn't quite ready to go that far, but you're kind of pushing it along, and that's good. I, I think it's a healthy thing. Well, and when it comes to change, one of the things I do know is that when you just put one foot in front of the other and you take one step at a time, um, you may have an idea um, in advance of where you think you're going, but each step somewhat provides enough feedback that it adjusts the course going to where you think you're going and you may actually land in a new place. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, and so that, that part I really do like, I, I like to follow the breadcrumbs and, you know, see where life takes you. Um, one of the things I knew that I wanted to do is I wanted to do deeper dives into personal transformation mm. work, which I know that's something that when I share like my daily updates, 
on what's going on with me, I do go into a deep dive. Of, you do. You know, how, how I make internal changes. Um, but I was starting to feel like that wasn't necessarily, um, I could be wrong, but like what we agreed to, you know, I, I, I thought I needed to, when you and I do a show, I thought it needed to stay a little bit more lighthearted. And I'm like, I'm just ready to dive really deep. <laughs> if I have, have my own show, I can dive deep. And then I heard you I heard you on um, a Friday show mm-hmm. talking about your, about your vision of maybe having shows uh, di- like different topics. Yeah. You know, of, of course, still all related to how law of attraction operates in our life through that given subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that's really what I, I my my heart. It's not torn in two. But it's like I have two passions that are, for me, are perfectly integrated, mm-hmm. which is law of attraction and personal transformation. Yeah, they're, they're almost the same thing. I know they're not, but they're almost the same thing the way you, you approach them, really. Well, and I guess now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of have another one, a, a third one, which is also integrated, which is spiritual development, mm. yeah. because, which is all about learning how to connect with your inner being. And learning how to follow the guidance and the impulse, because that's such an important aspect mm-hmm. of being able to really deliberately uh, create the reality that you desire from a law of attraction perspective. And expanding on what you were talking about a moment ago about what I'd said on that Friday. I don't remember exactly what I said that Friday, but I can add to it saying that law of attraction is basically so broad, it covers life, which means anything that happens in life could fall under that umbrella. It's just, you know, there's a little bit of a LOA twist to it, whatever the thing is. So I, I, I see it going to the point where, I mean, we, we could have shows that are vastly different from each other. You know, shows that, that it almost makes you wonder why they're on the same network. And then you realize, oh, well, they're all talking to some degree about LOA as well. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. Well, and I've heard you when you've talked to some, um, I, I want to say it's Linda, you know, she has brought in a much more, metaphysical reality aspect her whole energy thing is really different Hmm. yeah i mean that stuff that i started studying 20 plus years ago i'm Mm -hmm. completely familiar with it Mm -hmm. um i was at first really surprised that you were comfortable bringing that in but i'm thrilled that you are (laughs) um because i think i told you i can talk all that same lingo Mm -hmm. because i know those modalities i know that work um but i purposely choose to speak in a way that is much less metaphysical much less metaphysical oriented mm-hmm, sure. in terminology yeah. and stick with either Abraham law of attraction words or sometimes I even adjust those words because mm-hmm. I'd like to be able to talk to mainstream America yeah well, I do too humanity yeah. you know um, I find myself doing a lot of translating um, Cindy and I were finding that Cindy and I have been looking at uh, Neville Goddard's work. And boy, do we do a lot of translating there. I mean, some of it, I, I, you know, she'll read a passage and I'll say, what on earth did that mean? <laughs> and I have to turn it into modern English just to make sense out of it, let alone, you know, communicate it mm-hmm. to, to the rest of America or the world for that matter. You know, I'll be honest with you. I've heard people talk about Neville Goddard on numerous occasions. Um, but he is not somebody that I'm not familiar with his work at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't been up until the point that uh, Cindy introduced him. To me, and uh, he's got some good is stuff. He still alive? Is he still alive? No, no, no. He passed. Um, I think in the nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties, something like that. I can't remember exactly when. Okay. 
but but his yeah, another show it, it might have been a show you were doing with Cindy. I heard something about him and the way you were referring to it made me think he wasn't still alive. Yeah, because he did his the, the the main part of his writing he did from like the nineteen. 30s to the 1950s, early 60s. So yeah, he's an earlier generation. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's also fascinating. Also fascinating, and I just feel like where I am right now, I'm sitting um, like on the top of something, where looking in a 360 direction, there are so many possibilities open to me, and so I feel like everything is changing. What a and nice it's place all, to be, It's though. all for the good. It's yeah. all in a good way. What a, what a good place to be. I mean, because that's really where, where we want to be, all of us. That That's living an abundant life, when you can just basically sit back and say, I'll take that, and I'll take that. No, thank you to that, but I'll take that. And, you, and you're just selecting from the entire panoply of, of possibilities. That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, many years ago, I remember Abraham talking about, and they still say this, but this is when I heard it, um, how workshop par- uh, participants would come and they'd want to work on what, you know, the biggest, baddest, hairiest issue that they had in their life. <laughs> right. And Abraham would say, you're new to law of attraction. Yeah, right. Something small. <laughs> right. <know>? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, now, I'm at a different level. I'm not a newbie by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. I know that I have great mastery with law of attraction. And back in January, when I set forth to deliberately create something where I could watch it and have a sense of start, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. Um, although we know nothing really ends, everything keeps going. But anyway, I started with Project X, which was a new career for me. Right. And I saw that through to the point where I was able to leave my previous job. I'm now in my new career. I'm now building my clientele. Um, I, I see the vision expanding for what I want to do with my business. But ironically, my career moving into the personal development, personal transformation space was not one of those things that Abraham would talk about as start with something small. Yeah. This to me was something I've desired for over 20 years and somehow failed to actually make it show up. Or more, or another way so, to put the same thing is you started small 20 years ago. You built it up to the point where you're ready to go big and now you went big, but you did start small. You started with a single idea and it took 20 years for it to develop. Well, but the reason I mentioned the time element is the, and the reason I say that, you know, and I failed to manifest it many times is because every time it didn't show up when I thought it ought to have shown up, um, added a giant piece of resistance in my life. Yeah, I know that added, one. I did that one well. <laughs> yeah, uh, added a lot of disappointment and mm-hmm. a lot of, I don't understand this. And this is long before I even knew law of attraction. And so, even when I started to learn law of attraction, I was still trying to like make this happen, mm-hmm. but I had so much resistance on the trail and there was so much momentum in the resistance that by the time January rolled around of this year and I made the commitment that I was going to make this happen deliberately, it's because I knew that I had developed enough faith in law of attraction principles. I have enough knowledge and wisdom and experience that I knew that I could course correct as necessary without feeling like, oh, my God, what's wrong now, and quit. Mm-hmm. I knew this time I could see it through, and I was nothing was going to stop me, nothing at all. And so, to me, my new career is still unfolding. Mm-hmm. You know, 
leaving the old job, that was like the big first hurdle. Right. But now developing the new business is, you know, taking on a whole new life of its own. And Mm -hmm. I will continue with this. I am committed to it. And especially because I no longer have the safety net of a job providing a paycheck. My safety net is the guidance that I follow on a regular basis. And so that's actually very fun for me. Um, But in addition to that, I decided, you know, I don't know, a number of months ago, it's time to take on Project Body Mm -hmm. and then Project Relationship. And Mm -hmm. so those were the three that that at an Abraham workshop, Abraham would say, oh, please don't bring your big bad stuff. Just start with something small. (laughs) But like I said, I knew that I have had mastery with law of attraction. So I knew I was ready to commit to the big stuff. Well, I think also it was appealing to you, wasn't it? I mean, you, you, I remember when you first introduced Project X here on the show and even privately in our conversations, you were psyched for it. I mean, you were just pumped yeah. at the idea of doing it. It wasn't something like you had talked yourself into it or something like that. It, no, you, not you, at you, all. You had worked through a lot of that resistance that you had built up over time. You had actually gotten a lot of that out of the way. So now you were like, oh, open the starting gate. I'm ready to run. <laughs> Well, and like even with project body, project relationship, I'm like, I'm not letting anything stop me from these things anymore. Mm. You know, Mm. because, you know, I don't like to use the cliches, but yet they're there. I'm not getting any younger. (laughs) And when would now be a good time to start living the rest of my life in a way that's joyful? And I'm like, now, now, now I'm ready now. Mm -hmm. So I'll just kind of give you a little bit of what's been going on. Um, first of all, Project Body is moving faster than I ever thought it could. Wow. New, new ideas, new awarenesses, both with like learning knowledge and then having that spark internal stuff for me where it becomes an epiphany and I'm receiving, I guess we could call them affirmations or phrases to focus on. Um, I've been getting so many memories of things that happened once upon a time in my life that actually um, was, let's say, the onset of certain behaviors that I have right now in terms of food. Um, and I'm reframing them and changing them. And I'm having a blast seeing how things are different. And I'll give you one example because I'm sure somebody can relate to this. Um, so I went to a, a, my, my niece's bridal shower last Saturday. Hmm. And uh, at the dessert, instead of it being a cake where they cut it up, it was, I don't even know, cake balls, I think is what they were. Okay. It was like a cake batter that was baked, and then it was covered with some kind of wonderful chocolate, either white chocolate or strawberry creamy something or dark chocolate. But it's like each one, you could just pick them up in your hands. <laughs> and it was almost like having a decadent candy, but it was a cake. Yeah. Okay. And so I remember, you know, I took three of them. They were small. I took three once so I could have one of each flavor. And I bit into the first one, and it was the vanilla one. And I thought, well, I love the vanilla chocolate on the outside. But I really didn't care much for the cake. Hmm. And I went, didn't even like the texture. Um, I don't know if it was meant to be kind of doughy-like. It wasn't like chocolate chip cookie dough. It was more cooked than that. But it wasn't like a moist carrot cake texture. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, not really liking the texture. And the flavor's just kind of so-so. But I ate the whole thing. So then I go to the next one, which is strawberry. 
same thing. Love the ex the outside candy coating part of it. Oh, yummy, yummy. And I'm biting into it. My sister's like, oh, the strawberry's the best. Don't you love it? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> and I, But it wasn't great that I ate the whole thing. <laughs> so then I get to the chocolate one. And I love the chocolate coating on the outside. Uh-huh. But really wasn't thrilled about the inside. Okay. But I ate it anyway. So it was the next day because, you know, that day was just filled with people and I didn't have time to have my own private thought if I sure. even wanted to. Yeah. So the next day I was just kind of like reminiscing on how the shower went. And I was thinking about the dessert. And I went, you know what? I, I'm still thinking about it. I wish I didn't eat that. Hmm. But it, even though I had the thought at the time, like, you don't have to eat it if you don't like it. <laughs> There was kind of a pre-programming of, well, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, sure. I understand. And so I asked, I was just asking myself questions like, really, Wendy, did you have to eat it if you didn't even <laughs> like it? You know, I mean, you're not only, and I'm not, I don't care about the calories, but I was just thinking in terms of my body is having to process this thing mm. through my thoughts of, I don't even like this. Yeah. So who knows what my body does to process it? I'm like, oh, my poor body. I put it through all sorts of crap. <laughs> um, and I thought, you know, I, I still, I can't say I'm like at the bottom of like what the messaging was that caused me to feel, you know, if food's put in front of you, you have to eat it completely. Because mm -hmm. um, I don't have the thing like, oh, there are starving people in another country. So you can't, you know, you have to eat everything off your plate. I don't have that belief system. Well, that's good. But there's something that triggers the need to finish everything. And so I went into my own mind. I was, I was, you know, the thing I do when I wake up in the morning, I think of something I want to play with. And when, before I'm totally awake, I just kind of go into a slight little dream state. And I just thought about those three little cake balls. And I went, if I could relive Saturday, and if I could have my optimum way of, interacting with those three cake balls. I wonder what that might be. And it, kind of on autopilot, um, my imagination kind of picked up the first vanilla cake ball. And I had the, Ew, I don't really like it. And in my imagination, I put it down on the plate and went, I don't want to finish that. And then I went to the, the strawberry one same thing. I don't want to finish that. And I put it down. I felt like I was doing Goldilocks looking for, you know, like <laughs> the perfect, comfortable bed. <laughs> and then same thing with the chocolate. And it's like I enjoyed the candy coating um, covering on all three and ate that fully because it was delicious. But I left the cake part behind. And then I, in my, my imagination, I stared at this plate of these three bit into cake balls that I was just going to leave there. And now if you've never been overweight or never struggled with food or have never had food rolls or have never dieted, this may not make any sense to you and you think I'm crazy. But anybody who has experienced what I have completely, I know, will relate to what I'm saying. But I looked at the plate and I had a sense of, I can leave that behind. I'm totally happy with, for somebody to throw that away. Nice. That, Walt, was like a brand new thought. Brand and new. the fact that I, yeah, oh, the fact that I felt good about someone's going to throw that out <laughs> was like exciting to me. Wow. And then I was witnessing my excitement in my imagination. I went, that's brand new. I've never been excited about somebody throwing food away. <laughs> I've never been okay with 
not finishing it, even if I didn't like the taste of it. And there was just this overwhelming excitement for what I was experiencing. Hmm. So eventually I wake up and I go through the day and I just keep going back this imagination of these three bit into cake balls sitting on my plate just kept showing up in my mind's eye. And each time I saw it, I got re-excited about how fun it is to know that I was able to do that. Now, we know I haven't done that literally yet, but the fact that I was able to imagine it, you know, what we know about law of attraction is that's where things start. When you can think a thought and you can have a powerful feeling, law of attraction will respond to that. And I'm like, wow, I've just begun something new in my life. That's nice. This is a change that I welcome because there have been certain kinds of uh, visualizations I've never been able to conjure up before. And to conjure the thought of leaving food on a plate made me so anxious in the past. That just was not an option. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. But I I saw food left on the plate and it feels good to me. That's nice. This is a big change. I'm actually thinking about calling this episode Wendy and the Three Cake Balls. There you go. Right? In honor of Goldilocks, right? You got it. This cake ball is too hard. (laughs) (laughs) This cake ball is too soft. (laughs) Yeah. But none of them were just right. (laughs) Not just right. That's the one part that's wrong with the story. But oh, well, that's all right. We can live with that. (laughs) Abraham likes to say no metaphor is perfect. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But this is one of many uh, imaginations and reframing visualizations that I have created for myself. I just wanted to tell you that one because I thought it was the most fun and easy mm-hmm. to understand. Yeah, it's a good one. But I've had a, a number of them, which has elevated my knowingness, not my hopefulness, but my knowingness that Project Body is as in process as Project X was before I ever left my job, when I was just knowing it was coming and knew all everything was lined up for me. And so now Project Body is there. Yeah, and taking on a big role, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it, it is very cool. The, the underlying story, though, I think is the coolest one. And it's the one that I know you're definitely aware, with, aware of it because you live with it every day, but I'm aware of it just having listened to all these stories that you've told about these three projects over the last what is it now, uh, eight months, something like that, Uh, Mm -hmm. about how as you're going, you've been going through this whole process, I I continue to be just plain amazed at how frequently and how clearly and how well you communicate with the other part of Wendy inside of you so consistently. I'm I'm just really so, I don't know if I can express how impressed I am. I'm really impressed. And I'm grateful, appreciative, and love that you say that. And I think that's why at the beginning I tagged on the third component, law of attraction, personal development, and spiritual development. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's where that piece falls. Yeah. And that's something I've been doing for decades. Um, and the connection I feel with my inner being is just amazing. Oh, by the way, I have a client who calls her inner being the divine. Oh, and that's that nice. one really I, I really like that. I have yeah. some people who call, because like whenever I work with someone, I'll say, tell me what you call this part of yourself. You know, some call it their 
um, their higher power. Some call it the universe, but I love the one client that calls it her divine. Yeah, that's good. Like, oh, I love that one because <laughs> it is divine. Um, so then I'll give you a little bit of a sense of where I am with project relationship. Oh, okay. Um, so I think I don't think that this one started with anything more than like a dream sequence. Um, again, I woke up in the morning, but I just kind of naturally uh, floated to a memory of um, a guy that I dated in my mid-20s, and the breakup was really uncomfortable for me to the point where I cried for 56 straight days. Yes, I counted. Wow. Um, it was a very hurtful hardship mm. for me. Yeah. And even though I'd say on many levels, I have moved past it. Um, that particular man even came to me in spirit one day when standing in my kitchen and I heard him so clearly. And I had, I didn't even know I could hear from those who had transitioned. Mm -hmm. But the reason I knew it was him is because he was a singer. Hmm. And I remember two years after he had actually passed away, uh -huh. two years after he passed away, I was so aware that I couldn't conjure up the sound of his voice anymore hmm. his speaking voice nor his singing voice and i was so sad and i didn't have anything that was recorded of him um he just had this this voice that made you swoon it was just this beautiful beautiful voice wow. and so when he came to me he said now go be with the one you're meant to be with Ooh. i knew it was him because like i said i recognized his voice but at that point, I hadn't dated in 11 years because the pain of losing him was so great. Hmm. Because he was somebody, he and I, we felt like we would be t together forever. Ah. Um, and so when that didn't happen, there was just this giant, uh, I can't move forward. Mm -hmm. No matter how much my friend said, oh, you need to go out there and date. It was like, no, can't, can't. Because I knew I'd compare everyone to him and I wanted him. Mm-hmm. So it would be so unjust to anybody I would go out with because I'd be constantly going, you're not him, you're mm -hmm. not him, you're not him. So anyway, when he told me that, that allowed me to move forward. And I shortly thereafter, you know, met my husband. So anyway, um, in my dream state the other day, I saw him and I, it, it was kind of like it took me back to the point where our relationship fell apart. And all of a sudden, I, I was like, on his side of the world. And I was thinking through his mind instead of mine. And I had awarenesses of what he was going through that he see, he never spoke it to me. Hmm. And my, I'm such a big communicator. The thing that made our breakup so devastating is because there was no communication. Oh, wow. It just ended. Ooh. There was no more talking. There was no more communicating. There was no more calling. There was no more dating. It just was over. Wow. And I kind of didn't even know it was over until several weeks of non-communication occurred and I knew it was over. Wow. And so coming to the realization it was over without someone saying, okay, we're done yeah. was really freaky to me. Yeah, sure. It would be but freaky he, to anybody. He went through some major health scares. I was in, in my dream state. I was so aware now of things I'd never considered of how scared he was. Hmm. And he didn't even have the words to describe what he was going through let alone have the clarity to say, okay, when you, here's where I am, and this is what I think we need to do going forward. Mm -hmm. He wasn't at a place to do it. And sure. so I had so much new information 
that even like I told you, I, I'm long beyond that. That was yeah. you know, over 25 years ago. Right. I had new awareness that honestly, for the first time, I put a level of closure on it that felt really good. Well, you needed it. I mean, especially after what you described for the way it ended, you needed the closure. Yeah. And I thought I had closure, and I think I did, but I had closure only from my perspective. But now I had closure from, from his perspective, which felt really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay, I guess I'll get up. And I kind of had this tug to just stay in bed. <sighs> and so I did. And this, I don't even know. You know how, like, dreams, they happen in a second, but you feel like they happen forever? Yep. That's how I was in this state that I was in the other day. Mm -hmm. And I think I went through at least six relationships that I have had in my life and reworked them, retold them, reprocessed them, found new pieces of understanding. And each one, it's kind of like when I close the story it was like it felt so much richer. Like I've gained so much from this. There's not like a part of my heart that I left behind. It's, it just felt really good. And so finally, when I was able to wake up, I had, I guess what, what inclination came to me was that I needed to really put a close on all my past relationships. And then I heard the words, you're calling in your beloved. Hmm. And I went, whoa. And so I just paid attention to the sequence that these things came to me where, you know, I believe that my inner being took me on a journey to pull my heart back that was a little bit broken. Oh, what's the Neil Sedaka song, Don't Go Breaking My Heart? Oh, yeah. You know that one? Mm-hmm. That's how this started. Hmm. I heard don't, I heard the lyrics, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. And I went, what is that about? And so I heard it's about relationships, and that's when the dream sequencing began. And remember how I said last time how my inner being loves to use song lyrics. <laughs> yeah. And so when this was all over, I was so aware my heart is not broken. I have put my heart back together. I'm totally, when it comes to relationship, my heart is whole. My heart is open. And I believe this process is calling in my beloved. Very nice. So there's that big thing that's shifting and changing in my life. Yeah. And because I no longer require physical evidence to believe and to know that things are changing, I can declare. I, I am calling in my beloved. He's coming to me. And I believe he's calling me. And we will meet in the middle. <laughs> we right. will connect hey, hey. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So I'm marking this date down, September 27th, 2018. That's the day that Wendy announced to the world, he's about to come. He's coming. He's a coming. There it is. <laughs> hey, something else that uh, I, I, you, I've I been trying to do this at the beginning of the podcast. I forgot to do it today because we got so you know, tied up about you know all the things that have been going on this week. But um, I wanted to make sure I get this in as soon as I could. Uh, we're trying to encourage as many people as possible to not only subscribe to the podcast, but to share the fact that they're listening on social media because that approach is working so beautifully. So if you've been helping us out by posting that you're listening to LOAToday.net, please continue to do so, maybe even more frequently if you can. And if you haven't been, please join the parade because it is paying off in a huge way. Um, you may not remember uh, – uh, about three months ago, Wendy, we were 
I don't even know if I told you, we were averaging about 80, 90, maybe 100 plays after a month for an episode. We're now averaging 200. And in fact, the number of total plays for a day, for all episodes that play during a day, we were we used to be at that time in the range of about 200, 250. We're now in the range of 550 to 600. So and wow. all that has happened during the time that we've been asking people to uh, announce on their social media that they're listening to LOAToday.net. So I know that's the driving force behind it. Now, we have other things we've been doing, too. Um, we have our, our listener who's been posting on Instagram. That's made a big difference. Um, I've been trying a little um, advertising campaign. I, I know that's made some difference, although I'm not quite sure how to measure it exactly. But the overwhelming influence, no doubt in my mind, is people who are listening, posting that they're listening to LOAToday.net. So we thank you for helping to get the word out to more and more people. And we ask you to keep doing it in greater numbers because it's really paying off. So since today's topic is about change, mm-hmm. now that's a very positive change. It really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been talking about it now every day this week because it's so exciting. I mean, I look at those numbers and I say, wow, this is great. And I even um, I even did a little uh, Jack Canfield trick. You remember the story from the movie The Secret where he took a $1 bill and, and wrote zeros after it to make it a $100 bill mm-hmm. and, or a $100,000 bill and posted it on his ceiling because he wanted to make $100,000 yeah. that year? And he made 93275 or something like that. Well, I took the same concept. I printed out um, a report that I get on how many people listen to each one of our episodes. And all of the numbers were three-digit numbers. And I added two zeros at the end of each one. <laughs> so cool. I did exactly the same thing that he did. <laughs> so that I could That's sit there cool. and enjoy, oh, wow, five digits on each one. Hooray. <laughs> Yay. That's very, very cool. Yeah. You know, I've done that with my checkbook. Mm. I didn't physically write a different number in my checkbook register because being the perfectionist I am, that would drive me crazy to not have a little number in there. But when I would think about the number in my checkbook, mm. um, for a while I had added just one zero. Mm-hmm. And then I eventually added two zeros. Uh-huh. And that is what is now in my checkbook. That is really cool. So, now, do you remember how how long ago you you last did that? Um, I will say that it's been less than a year. Okay. That I went from having one extra zero to two zeros of the amount in my checkbook. Okay. I know people are always going to be listed. And how long did it take you to do that? So, like, you know, how long from when you first started doing that to the point where it started to happen? That that that's a question people ask all the time. So that's what I was thinking. Of. I would say, without giving a time amount because honestly I don't remember. Yeah. I will say that it takes longer, at least this has been my experience, it has taken longer just to get things in motion. So if let's say I had three hundred dollars in my checkbook and I wanted to see three thousand dollars, it seemed like it took a long time before that happened. And mm-hmm. when I'm talking about that amount, I'm talking about like after all the bills are paid for right. the month. Right. What's left used to be like $30. Mm-hmm. Then it went to $300. Mm-hmm. Then it went to $3,000. Right. And right now I'm just shy of $30,000. And so when I get money, you know, like new in- in- income, sometimes it, it just goes over 30000 Then I pay my bills and it drops down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my desire is that once I've hit a new high, that I make enough money the next month that that new high will be become my new low. Wow. That's the game that I started to play when I left my job. Oh, okay. 
So that's that pretty never decent. See a de- yeah, that I will never see a decrease, that the amount of money I had in my checkbook when I left my job, um, it will never dip be- lower than that amount. And then each month, um, whenever I reach a new high, <clears throat> my intention is for that to become my new my new low, and that's the game I'm playing. And I have already seen an increase for this month where my new low has gotten higher than it used to be. That's nice, especially considering, let's see, we're at the end of September, and you left uh, your job in August, August I guess it was? August 17th. That, that's, that, that's a pretty quick return on investment right there. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this month alone, um, in the month of September, I have made more money with client services than I ever have in any one given month in my entire life. Wow. Um, Congratulations, have, by the way. That's fabulous. Thank you. It's very cool. Yeah. It, it kind of blows my mind how it's happening, but it's what I had been focused on. Remember I said when I exit my you know, day job, my money will not stay stagnant and it will not take a dip, but it will start soaring high. So I got to ask you something, okay? Because this is a, 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 an, a kind of answer that I've been expecting from you because you, you give it so often. I wonder if you're going to give it in this case. Um, I, I've been asking you, like, what, is, what does it feel like when you do this, when you make this change, when you make that change? So I got to ask you here, what does it feel like when you've had this nice big increase, your biggest month of your life? Well, I know that I normally say normal. <laughs> you do. I've been waiting for and it. And of course, there is an element of it feels it feels so natural. That's what the word normal means. Ah. It feels so natural like this is just the right thing for me. It feels so natural. And I will say to you, there is so much excitement simultaneously. That's good. I am so delighted because, you know, I have been attempting to do this thing that I'm doing now for well over 20 years. Yeah. And the fact that I'm only on the week six. <laughs> week six. That's and crazy. <laughs> my numbers, my, my income has soared to the level that it has mm. really kind of in a really great way blows my circuit. Yeah. You know, and it, it almost causes me to have the thought. So what on earth, you know, was I waiting for? Now, of course, I already know the answer because mm-hmm. I had no idea it could be this easy. Mm-hmm. If somebody told me it could be that have, I could have this level of ease, I would have said you're out of your freaking mind. How do you because explain that? Because like, we hear like on The Secret or, or you know, gurus talking about how it, it's easy, it's supposed to be easy. And yet, if you're on the other side of it, it never feels easy. How, how do you explain that to somebody? <sighs> One step at a time. I have been working toward letting go of the control. Hmm. It's not like I, I never was able to just go, okay, I'm going to let go and let God, I'm going to surrender. <laughs> all. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> I only wished. Um, but it's like I have been surrendering and giving up control in small, teeny increments, in little, teeny compartments of my life. And then when I felt like, huh, I did let go of that. Nothing fell apart. No one died. Nothing got set on fire. The house didn't explode. The universe really is taking care of that pretty nicely. I am receiving guidance when it's necessary in that one little area of life. And then I would feel guided to let go of something else. And I did it, you know, like with my my nails in the wall going, no, 
know, you know, I mean, <laughs> trust me, my inner being had to gank me, pull me through some stuff because holding on to control has been such a big part of my life. Mm. But as I have been letting go, the level of ease and flow and synchronicity that I've experienced is profound. And I'd say where I am today, I know there's still areas that I'm still trying to control. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But there's so many areas of my life that I really have found a comfort level in letting go of control that kind of as an accumulative effect, it's making life feel really easy Mm. by comparison to the difficult that I used to do. Well, Mike Dooley, you know, he does his notes to the universe every day, and he has a note today that may tie into this. It it sounds like it does on the surface, so I want to take your, get, you know, put it out there and get your read on it, see what you think. It it says, yeah, I know it sounds like a good idea to the New Agers, God Squads, and Holy Rollers to turn things over to the universe, but I'm a little concerned that something important has been lost in the translation. How about you just (laughs) turn over the house to me and have yourself a little field day with the all things part? Read that little last part again, because I don't think I quite understood it. It says, "How about you turn, you just just turn over the house to me and have yourself a, a little field day with the all things part, because the phrase earlier said, turn all things over to the universe.'" Like as in, Mike Dooley was going to handle the house. No, the the universe is taking care of the house. H O W S. Okay. Okay. And what part was he keeping? Um. Well, th- th- this is a note from the universe. So, so this is, in theory, this is not Mike speaking. This is the universe speaking. Okay. Oh, and the universe is saying, why don't you turn over the house? To the house, H-O-W-S, the, 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 the how do I do it thing. Oh, H, I'm sorry. I kept hearing house as yes. in like your home. Okay, right. the how, the how to. The how to's. Wow. Right. Yeah. Sorry, that lost translation because I couldn't visualize the word. Yeah, it's easier <laughs> when you read it. And, and you're right. I, I should have spelled that out a little bit more clearly what that's the okay. house is. But I yeah. still may not have gotten it. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I, it, it's so funny because I can remember at least 15 years ago talking to a, a friend of mine and she would just be struggling with something and I'd say, oops, stop. I said, you're trying to get into the how. That's not your job. You're mm-hmm. fired. <laughs> you're fired. You are fired. <laughs> you are fired from the how to. Right. That's the universe's job. Mm-hmm. You're fired. And so here I was saying that well over 15 years ago, but I wasn't in a daily practice of that. Mm. I was in a every now and a blue moon practice. Exactly. Yeah. I think we can and identify then reminded, with that. And then I'd be reminded when somebody in my life, you know, was, I, I was playing the how to police on their mm. behalf, you know? Yep. Um, but I'd say since then I have definitely um, practiced over and over and over the relinquishing of the how to mm-hmm. and feeling a comfort level in knowing it's well taken care of. Mm. That to me had been the most difficult part of this whole journey for me. Um, It was kind of like walking on a tightrope without a a net anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just going to keep walking and I don't know how I'm going to get to the other side and there's no safety net underneath me. And that scares me, but I've seen this work enough times now. I'm going to keep going. 
Well, we're gonna have and to so, we're, we're gonna have to cut it off right there because we're actually a little bit over. So I've got a little editing to do to bring this down to an hour. Okay, but this okay. has been great. It's been a really good, uh, uh, as usual, a Wendy and Walt discussion that we don't know where it's gonna start off with. But boy, does it go <laughs> off in interesting directions. This one really did. So thank you for the, all the updates. That's been great. You're welcome. And we hope that you'll join us all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye for now.